he's gonna wreck it. She's gonna wreck it. <laughs> Everyone can wreck it. Yeah, except Ralph. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Life Stories. I'm your host and sometimes referee, or I guess sometimes Mater D, Zach Stat Pearson. Yes, that is the first time in three years I've actually altered my own introduction. Go me. Today I'm joined by the officer, the regulator, the MC nominator himself, a one officer, 9,000 plus one. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? Damn, that sounded extremely sad. And of course, I'm joined by the fan favorite tumor that is inside of my anus, a one Nico Mimi the goth. I am back. Thank you so much for being so patient for my arrival. Not Zach, no one cares about him, but my arrival. (sighs) Just, I'm mad that it was impressive. That was actually a really good intro. She's learning too fast. So it's only a matter of time. Yeah, okay. So, uh, on today's episode, as per usual, we'll be discussing weird and awkward life stories. Uh, most of which usually revolve around me or shit that I've seen or shit that I've read or watched other people do. And let me tell you something. Um, this particular story is about young Zacks. Okay. So, please do not hold me to a standard that the modern me does not, for lack of a better term, engage in anymore, or even think is an okay situation to be in or do, okay? I just want to point that out to anyone listening, or anyone here, that this is not something that is a, I'm proud this happened, or I was around for this shit moment, just so we're clear. And yet, with even with that uh, precursor, no one's going to care, we're all going to give you shit for it still. What do you mean? Probably. What is this we? It's you, motherfucker. Just say you. Speak for us all. First off, uh, I'm going to let you in on a a secret that's never actually been a secret. The only time people listen to life stories in this group are the ones or the people who are actually in that episode. So literally 99% chance only you two are going to know what happens in this life story. Oh. And the people that love us on YouTube and Anchor apparently. And Spotify. We're everywhere. Anyways. Alright, so. Uh, show of hands that I can't see. Who here has ever been in a strip club? Eh, that's what I thought. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've been in one. A couple times. I went to a club on goth night. That's basically the same thing. I refuse to believe you haven't been in a strip club. Uh, but we're not gonna we're not gonna fuck with that. Um. Okay, so uh, I kind of sort of ran through one with my homies running away from someone. Oh. Yeah. That's smart. <laughs> you know, like in those movie chase scenes where somebody hops a fence or he's in a business area, so he goes through the kitchen area to the front or vice versa. Yeah, it was kind of like that, but we didn't realize it was a strip club. And I don't know how this story actually ends because I didn't follow up. So what year is this? Okay. I believe I am past any form of statute of limitations. I had to Google this shit. So I'm pretty sure I won't be getting in any trouble for this shit. Um, this is a great start that you're pretty sure. Not entirely sure. Pretty sure. 
first off, you this is I, certainly concerning. First off, you and I both know you was going to enjoy any story that involves my suffering regardless. So you might as well just go get your popcorn now or your vibrator right now. Fuck. Okay, one, I already have the popcorn, yes. A vibrator the, the implying that I get some sort of pleasure? Listen, no. I have to enjoy your suffering and I, I, I'm disturbed. Sex is gross, guys. He's gross. I'm gross. I wonder what happens if I press control H on your computer. Anything that gives me that kind of pleasure is not going to have your voice or your face anywhere near it. First off, I said my suffering. I didn't say my body. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is how they hit on each other. I'm out. Peace. Like she would even last five fucking minutes. Anyways. Um. All right. So, uh. As you as you may or may not know, uh, Illinois residents have a very, very annoying time when it comes to utilizing boat travel in Lake Michigan. We basically fucking can't unless you're rich. And it's literally only because the state and the city don't want to put funding into a public access situation. That's that's yep. literally it. That's literally the only fucking reason. So because of this, if you want to do Lake Michigan based travel, you're limited to every other state and country that is around Lake Michigan, except in Illinois. So if you're in Illinois, you got to take a Metra or some form of train or shuttle bus or not shuttle bus or bus to Milwaukee, uh, Kentucky, I think Indiana, don't quote me on that, Michigan, and of course, the Great White North itself, Canada. Now... Me being young at the time, I have no idea how to fuck to navigate any boat-related shit on Lake Michigan. But I have a lot of friends that do. And uh, let's just say some of these people ain't my friend no more. Okay? Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. So you already know where it's going. In fact, I believe you still know one of them, but we'll talk about that when Nico's not around. Um, I can handle it. I'm an adult. As we've discussed, whether it's verbally or intimately, you can't handle more than five minutes of me. Anyways, so basically, the fastest way for an Illinois resident to go to Michigan without, you know, going through traffic and shit or car based is through the train in the Milwaukee and then onto the boat. And in fact, you could actually bring a car on some of those boats, which is pretty cool. And I didn't know that you can actually bring a car to ferry across Lake Michigan into Michigan. You're so impressed by putting a car in a boat. <laughs> transportation on top of transportation. I just I just like how she missed the part where I said young Zach's. Yep. I already forgot about that part. We're pretty cool. And like I said earlier, we in Illinois is it's weird. We're the only state around Lake Michigan who can't ferry in Lake Michigan. It's fucking annoying. At the Lake Michigan Club, huh? I'll give you that one because that's a club we want to fucking be in. Um, okay, so fucking, uh, I started talking to my friends like, hey, well, I mean, can we like do a trip or something? It was like, well, it is summer break. I was like, yeah, but we're also grown and it's summer break. So if we go somewhere for the summer, do we really even need to ask for permission and shit? Dude, no, we totally don't. And just so we know, dude bro's name is Tony. And he is the definition, if not the archetype, of the dude bro. 
he actually does surf and he ends a lot of his sentences with dude. They're a dying race now. Like, I kind of want to find a place to go observe them, like see this ancient history, ancient culture. Oh, I have a link to one that looks like a literal Greek statue, and he's also a model, and he lives in Michigan. I would advise against tempting her. And he also ends most of his sentences with dude, and he kind of sort of could pass as Fabio's kid. See, there's a simple solution. You just tell them not to talk. Easy peasy. Well, I mean, I don't hate that he's a dude, bro, but if you wanted to see him, like, I fucking know him. <laughs> if you went to Asen, you'd see him too. Uh, Asen still hurts. Alas, poor Asen. A victim of 2021. Yeah, I'm, I'm indifferent, but I go to more conventions than y'all, so. That's why I'm here. My soul is so dead from the lack of conventions, I can actually tolerate being around Zach's. Which is ironic, because the first thing I'm going to do when I see her at a convention is fuck her makeup up and make her angry. He yep, might have to flirt with each other. Is it really flirting if it's destructive? Is it Sometimes. really flirting if it's bodily harm? Yeah, like, if, I know she's yeah. going to try to kick me in the dick, but her foot's so low to the ground, and my reflexes are so good, it's a moot point. I know she's going to try. I'm not even mad. Moot I would respect point. her more nah, for nah. it. I would it's legit be point. proud if she tried to kick me in the dick for fucking up her makeup. I'm not even joking right now. But I know it's a moot point because who got the wingspan, motherfucker? No, no, no. I was saying it's a boot point. Yes, yes. Terrible <laughs> pun. Don't, like don't, don't laugh at his terrible puns because he won't stop if you do. Ha, ha, ha. Well, let's continue the story. I need a Brazilian women, these Asian women getting uppity. Anyways, um, okay. So, me and Tony try to figure out who's all going to want to go. And we're going to try to figure out, like, how to divide the price up. But also, me and Tony, we've done our fair share of traveling. And we've also, we know what it's like to ride on a, a congested Greyhound. So, our first thought is, let's limit how many people can come. So, there's always leg room in the van or SUV. His parents had both. I was like... And let me tell you something. When you're riding with dudes and there are no girls, it sucks. And no, that's not a pervert thing, Nico. Just want to clarify. You mugs are almost always shorter than men. Okay? Since that's a thing, shorter people in the van or SUV means more space for everybody. That I will give you. When I've seen cars full of guys, they're so squished. But girls make up for that because we have like 50 bags. So... You can already, you can already tell she's one of those people that they go to they go to a fucking weekend trip at grandma's house and they got three bags for no fucking reason. You can already tell. Oh, there's a reason I have the three bags, but yes, I do have three bags, sometimes four. Anyways, so me and Tony and his sister. But here's here's the part that's always annoyed me. I know it's a genetic thing and I know I shouldn't be annoyed by it, but it really fucking is. He has a big sister and a little sister, but they both look alike. It's fucking annoying. And I'm going to tell you why later. Well, actually, no, fuck it. I'll tell you right now. Because one of them really, really, really wants to do a lot of unspeakable things to me. But I don't know which is which. They even share clothing. 
That is hilarious. Yeah, you would think that if, but it's terrifying when you're the guy because we all know how shit goes. If you even dream about touching in a sensual way or doing anything with someone's biological relative and you know they like you or you're with them, that is all types of suicide right there. So that's why it's always scary for me because I don't know who I'm fucking looking at. Anyways, oh, and yeah, here's the worst part. Tony thinks the shit's funny. I was like, Tony, this is actually kind of fucking scary. Bro, I'll vouch for you whenever this shit happens. Like, that's not the point. Tony, that's funny. Yeah, well, uh, 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 oh, well, you two weren't there for it, but um, in my youthful time, also currently right now, but more so in my youthful time, I had this uh, compulsion to prank or put the people I liked in awkward situations. So even though I was friends with these people and they either became less mad or they realized it was done in jest, they uh, sort of built up a list of possible things they could get me back for whenever the opportunity presented themselves. So I have a lot of friends for lack of a better term. Let's just say, I know not to do something awkward or slip up around because they're going to tell everybody they got me back. And uh, yeah, I, I, I used to be a worse prank God than I am right now. I'm a, let's just say that. Tony is one of my first and oldest victims. So anything I say or do will be used against me in the court of I want my blicks back, according to Tony. And to be fair... I'm kind of sort of the same way, so I can't, I can't tell him not to do it. But now we're adults, so you know what that means? The shit got far, far worse. Yep. <laughs> so, he said, hey, I'm going to get my sisters. No, the fuck, you're not going to get your sisters. Well, I want to get my sister. And he immediately stopped, looked at me, and he thought about it with a shit-eating grin. Because we're, we're planning this trip, or trying to plan this trip, in his house. So he says, hey, I'm going to give me some chips from the kitchen. It's like, okay. So right when he gets to the door, I realize it. That's not what he's about to do. And I immediately try to run and grab his ass and pull him back in the room and try to just, I don't know, bribe him into not doing what the fuck he's thinking about doing. But here's the problem. His mom's at the end of the hall, right? She's coming up the staircase and she's looking at us. And she just starts laughing. And we can't figure out why, why she's laughing. And we're looking at each other. He's like, hey, mom, you okay? And then she's just nodding her head, but she's turning red. It's like, hey, uh, uh, Miss Hampton, uh, your face is turning red. I was like, yeah, and I bet you getting turned on too. I was like, what the fuck? So we look at each other, and I look down, and he looks down. He held on to the railing for the upstairs like he was in doggy style position, and I'm holding his back, or rather I'm trying to hold him by the pants. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, great. <laughs> freaking classic right there oh that is most unfortunate yeah so now i can't look at his mom with a straight face for the rest of the day because well i don't know where she is on the prank scale but let's be honest if she found this shit hilarious immediately i might catch some hell about this later i will but it won't be from her it'll be from her husband um because i think he actually wants to kill me i literally think that man wants to kill me so 
So I was like, so I was like, hey Tony, can I just talk to you real quick? It's like, yeah, just just go back in the room. Cause his mom is still there laughing, and we just closed the doors. Like, man, do not tell your fucking sister, okay? Please, please, just can we not do this? Boom, 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 boom. And we just and we just like, okay, well your mom wants to know what the fuck's going on. So we open the door. Well, I open the door like a fucking idiot. It's his little sister. Now her name. I actually don't know because, well, I've only met his little sister seven times. I've seen his big sister hundreds of times. So it's easy to forget her name, even though her face is the same as the older one. But we're going to call her Nikki for the time being. Now, Nikki comes in and is like, not tell me what. And then he just looks over. I was like, uh, he doesn't mean you. This is Nikki? Yeah. Oh, thank God. So there's something you don't want to tell Jackie. I was like, now J- Jackie's actual name is Jackie. So I was like, so he looks at me and he's smiling again. Cause I know what he's about to do. He's about to pull a fucking Nico and he's trying to put me in some awkward shit. But I have a patented <laughs> technique that I can only use on people who have a penis. I call it the high subsonic throat chop where I answer the question, chop the person with a can that's close to them in the throat so they can't say whatever they're thinking about and nudge them out the way and push whoever's fucking with me out the room, right? But Tony, he's kind of sort of at my level of combat. Like, he took up boxing, but he realized his leg game wasn't shit. So me and him used to spar from time to time. I think there was even a small time when he was on the amateur circuit before college. And he he's just on my level, so... I can't just brush him off like he a little punk bitch. So I was like, no, nothing's wrong. So he comes and elbows me in the rib cage. And I'm mad because I taught him how to do it. And he's like, hey, guess what about Zach's? And she's like, what? Boom. But I'm on the floor and I just kick the door closed with my left leg. <laughs> I win. You like that. That used your own move against you. That's pretty great. That is pretty funny, yeah. Wait, wait, though. By kicking the door closed, you just so she was already suspicious. There was already something that uh, she knew was going on. But kicking the door closed in front of her, that just like escalated how important it is that you hide whatever it is. You made the situation worse. Yes, thank you. I learned that later. Okay. Help. It also got. I mean, this was young Zach's though. It also got worse within the next 30 seconds. So the next thing I know is like, Tony, come on, man. Look, you want you want the trip to go down? You want me to pay for more than half? Just shut the fuck up about it. Don't tell your sister nothing. Okay. So I stand up and I hear a very light, a very faint knock on the door. And I was like, shit. Okay, well, look, I'm, I'm going to make up something. You just back me up. I was like, okay, open the door. Guess who's at the door? Big sister. Daddy. Yup. Daddy who, like I said, I think legitimately wants to kill me. And he opens the door. All I see is an eight pack in my face. And I look up like, oh, hello, Mr. Hampton. Mr. Pearson. This man has never called me by my first name ever. Ever. All of his other friends, he's called by their first name or just called them boy if he didn't care about who they were. I am always Mr. Pearson. His wife, I only know this because his wife fucking told me. So that already is terrifying. Well, 
Yeah, I was like, uh, good evening, Mr. Hampton. And he puts his hand on my shoulder slowly. <laughs> That's scary. I think you're, you're life flashing before your eyes. You're about to die. The moment is here. I just I just like how y'all enjoying how fucked up this sounds, but that was almost kind of sort of what I was thinking. I was like, oh shit, this is finally the day he's going to beat my ass. Anytime he's touched me, I just think, oh shit, this is finally the day he's going to beat my ass. I never figured out why he hated me. Well, I do at the end of this story. Um, Would you like to not kick doors in my house? Yes, sir. I would like to not kick doors in your house. That's what I thought. And if you're going to close a door, do me a favor. Now he starts tightening his grip on my fucking coat. Don't slam doors in my daughter's faces. In my house, Mr. Pearson. It's like, yes, sir, Mr. Hampton. So I'll stop looking at him at this point in time. And Tony's just laughing his ass off. Because, well, I mean, Tony just thinks it's funny that no matter what the fuck happens, he always says, hey, no matter what type of joke or prank I do, like, well, you're still my dad's bitch. It's like, this is adding more ammo to that. So yeah. then Nikki gets in between us. is like, why are you doing this all the time? You know, I don't think I've ever heard you say his first name. He's slamming doors. Yeah, well, he was trying to keep a secret that they didn't want me to know about. Helpful. What, what kind of secret? And he looks at Tony. He's like, oh, not like a illegal criminal thing type thing, dude. Oh, he even calls his dad, dude. Dude, uh, it's just there's something Zax doesn't want to tell my sisters and he wants to keep private. And I've never seen that man smile in my life and I never saw Ooh. it again. I never saw it again. Oh, you want to not tell my daughters things and keep them away from you. I mean, yes, sir. Oh, okay. Come here, Nikki. Uh, but dad, get the fuck out the room, Nikki. Oh my gosh. Okay, I love how the dad just like... Perfect. He doesn't want anything to do with my daughters. Good. Fuck him. Bye now. Yeah. That's some good parenting. I didn't realize it when I was young, but I know now that is the type of father I strive to be. Anytime uh, any, anybody wants to date my hypothetical daughter, I'm going to punch a hole in the wall right next to them just so they understand their place. I mean, <sighs> tactics. Half my fucking military friends bought a gun the day they found out they had a daughter. I already know what the gun is for. <laughs> my coworker that he, he's gonna have a daughter here soon his first one fuck you i am not having a daughter my my first child will not be anything female i don't hate the idea of raising a female i'm just there is so much not karma is not real but there is so much fucking revenge or coincidental reality shit that's possibly gonna happen like i'm for lack of a better term as my friends like to put it some form of a noble so my daughter is possibly going to be a thought or an e-thought, which would, oh my God, that would destroy my soul. Because there's some bullshit that says that daughters are often like their mothers when they were young. It's total bullshit. And they're usually, their, their personality is on average the opposite of their father, unless they're a tomboy. I was like, so if my daughter's not a tomboy, she's going to be Phoenix Marie. And if you're not sure who Phoenix Marie is, Nico, Google her. Yeah, count how many dicks you see in her. Anyways, um, so I'm just like, I look at Tony because we don't even know how to interpret that. It's like, does, does your dad hate me because he thinks I want to bang his daughters? It's like, I don't think I've ever heard you say you want to 
do anything, you know, nasty with my sisters. Like, I mean, you know, Jackie is, uh, yeah, you and Jack get along. But I think the real issue is just that, you know, there's the age problem because Jackie been grown. We just got grown. So I was like, yeah, that is the thing. Because Jackie is the oldest child. Tony's the second oldest. Nikki's the youngest. And me and Tony are only days apart. But Jackie got five years. But when I hit 17, don't get me wrong, Jackie didn't look at me sideways or nothing. But me and Jackie, there was a small point in time where me and Jackie were hanging out because her job, who was she, was it Tasty Freeze? No, she worked at some ice cream place, some mom pop ice cream place was not too far from my place of residence. And over the summer, I randomly get ice cream, but I wasn't coming there to see Jackie. I was just there because, hey, the shit was good. Uh, oh, yeah, frozen custards, uh, Lindy's frozen custard. That's what it was. It wasn't ice cream. It was frozen custard, whatever the difference is. And Oh, uh, yeah, they do ice cream and chili. Yeah, it's uh, that you know that place over there by uh, the Planet Fitness. So you know that area quite well, and so do I. And uh, we got to talking, and we got along. And then one day, in the middle of the summer, it was hot as fuck. Lindsay got off work and asked me, hey, do I want to ride home? And she came from behind the counter, took her apron off, and I learned that Jackie was very, very stacked. So I tried to hide in the back seat because I didn't have a coat on, so I had nothing to hide my dick with. Uh, I couldn't go in the bathroom because the store was closing, and I wasn't about to just go outside with, you know, a giant broadcasting dick shadow or dick tower Oh, for those who don't know what the difference is, Nico, a dick tower is when you've made a horrible mistake in your adjustment of your penis in your pants during an erection. So it's trying to poke directly straight out, which is the worst thing it could do when it's being blocked by your underwear and your pants. And also, it looks like a tower that everyone can see. Now, Incredibly obvious, yeah. Yeah, and it's very yeah, fucking embarrassing. The more you know. And it is very, very fucking embarrassing. It happened to Jean-Claude Van Damme once. The internet never let him live it down. Anyways. I feel like you have to mess up really bad to get that to happen, though. Like, I've heard guys talk about having to shift their erections before. Yeah, but I don't have any way or time. I don't have any way or time to do it efficiently. Now, I could use the pocket technique. And yes, I'm going to explain that, too. But the problem is, is that my actual pocket length is too short for me to do it. And then also... I was worried about if I make a long step and I, I make dick shadow, which is, well, it's literally just the entire outline of my dick going down my pants. Like, don't get me wrong. I was not a virile fucking dude or anything, you know, like that. Like, I was not a monger for uh, ass or anything, but boners just came faster in that summer. Okay. When you're young, like I've had guys tell me it just the wind blows the wrong way and it's like, oh. Time to get up. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, one of those things we didn't, well, most men don't learn about till later or, you know, they maybe never learn about it. But we actually don't have to be horny to get an erection. But we think that because normally that's what happens in our brain tricks. Us. But no, it's a matter of blood flow. You can just get a boner based on your blood flow. But, um, yeah, this, you know, science. Anyways, so I can't do uh, uh, the pocket technique either. Now, the pocket technique is when you shift your dick around so it's hiding and not doing the whole tower or broadcasting situation by literally shifting it over or lightly plinking it until it shifts downward or in a different direction 
while your hands are in your pocket so you don't have dick hands and you also can make sure no one can see you because no matter how you do it as long as you do it slow no one can tell when you're doing it i don't have those options <laughs> so i decide i'm gonna sit in the back seat and right when she unlocks the car and i open the door i just super fast shift my shit around Think of that. Think shifting. Moving like the flash. Yeah, except <laughs> I'm trying to avoid flashing someone. So, um, what I end up getting in the car, and I get in the car, and she's like, "Oh, sweetie, why are you sitting in the back?" It's like, "Why are you calling me, sweetie?" Now, as I've discussed with various women I know, there are two pet names I fucking hate above all pet names. Actually, I don't know if the count as a pet name because it's not. We're not dating. It's sweetie and hun country girls fucking keep calling me hun they literally beat me into submission with that shit especially in the military country girls call me hun that get to know me fucking it aggravates me but i i surrendered i surrendered trying to get them to stop um and but sweetie still aggravates me but she said this in a very suspect way not in the okay this chick's a pedophile way because well uh as is not common knowledge but um later on 17 will be made sexually legal in illinois but the primary reason isn't because pedophiles paid a lot of money it's because it's really annoying for the court system to have to deal with uh sex offender registry appeals for people that had sex with a woman uh, i'm sorry a minor that is three days younger than them the problem was 17 and 8 year olds going at it you know a 17 banging an eight-year-old, that should not be grounds to be considered a pedophile as far as most people are concerned. And that, but that ruling didn't get truly changed until I think 2009 or 10 or something like that, maybe 11, I don't know, but it got changed at some point. But this is before that. But she said, and she said to me, and I, I tried, and I told Tony about this because this is where, and this is the situation me and Tony were talking about in the room. I was like, she says, well, you, well you'll always be sweet to me. But she didn't say it like, oh, you'll always be sweet to me like another little brother. She said it in a different kind of way. That line is, it's always going to mean uh, something. Exactly. But I don't know what that something is. But also, this is for lack of You know at 17? Term. Well, I'm surprised. What? Even at 17, when a girl says, oh, you'll always be sweet to me. You didn't get it? Bro, bro, bro. I'm 17. She's not 17. I know. I said, even at 17, you didn't get that. No, I got it. What I meant is I didn't know what way I was supposed to interpret it. Ah. That's a loaded statement. So, and this is the statement that I, I had to give y'all this pre-story because this is what me and Tony are talking about in the room. Because he honestly did want to invite his sister because, well, she got the fucking best car. And the only person in the house who's trusted with the car longer than 24 hours is Jackie. Not that Tony's a fuck up, but... He may fuck up. And uh, Nikki, Nikki is my age. So we know when the summer hits, we're going to be adults because my birthday's in March. His birthday's in March. So this is literally the first adult summer. And the final summer, you know, of high school and shit for most people. But I did the GED program. So I actually started college at 16. So, yeah, I had a lot of fun in the summer as a teenager. Because I didn't have shit to do. I legit didn't have shit to do. Um, so, here's the thing. Uh, 
I'm freaking out in the whole car because I never thought her sister was ugly, but I don't remember her having TNA attached to her body. So I'm just like, whatever you do, don't look at her. She don't look at her body while she's driving. Don't look at her body while she's driving. So she starts talking to me, right? And we're talking in the car and out of nowhere, she just starts playing with my ears. And I was like, oh, what's wrong? I was like, oh, you had something on your, you had something in your hair. Now, I am of African descent. I am a Creole. Most people don't even know how to register what the fuck that looks like. Most of those people, usually Caucasian. So, uh, fucking with Creole hair doesn't carry the same stigma as putting your hands in African hair. However, I'm an, I, I'm, I'm also part African. I'm an African descent Creole. So if you're putting your hand in someone's hair, A, you think they automatically trust you or B, it implies there's a level of intimacy between you already. Or there could have actually just been something in my hair. I don't know. But she immediately sent me right back the fuck up. I'm over here trying to calm down. But you know, Dick getting a little bit too hard headed, but I can't beat his ass right now. And she just said, nah, fuck that. You going right back into space, bro. You ain't coming down. So now I'm sitting in here in a fucking front seat of a car and I'm trying to fold my legs and lean the seat back or something. And I told Tony, but I was like, bro, that is, that is odd. It's like, yeah, but what does it mean? I don't know. You're her brother. It's like, yeah, but you really think my sister's trying to fucking hit on me? It's like, fair point. Although that description of odd not um inappropriate or not like off the wall or not like anything else just odd yeah odd indeed yeah so uh we plan this trip we get about three more people now the whole entire trip because we're going we're not even really fucking with wisconsin until we coming back and this is before the time of airbnb so you have to do a bed and breakfast the old-fashioned way Pray somebody had a bed and breakfast website because I ain't gonna lie. Bed and breakfasts almost never have websites. They usually use the old fashioned system. They just started people. This is when people were first starting to get the idea of, Hey, why don't I advertise my business on YouTube? Make a YouTube channel with my business. Give out the link to that shit. So really, realistically, the only way you can find the bed and breakfast is in the yellow pages or the white pages, which at this point don't even really need to exist. Because if you go on Google, they're going to tell you to go to Craigslist. And we all know why you don't trust Craigslist. You'll be getting a lot more than just your ear touch there. <laughs> if your ass go to Craigslist, you won't be found until they're done with you. And then I'm I'm not even joking. That happened to somebody I know. I fucking tell people all the time, like, look, don't go to Craigslist alone. Even the website. I say, don't even look at the website alone. Ugh. Man, this is why I don't. Yeah, that was a sad term. But anyways, so we got about three people. So that's five total. I was like, I was like, Tony, listen to me, listen to me, whatever you do, please, please, please. I will let you get away with anything or I will do whatever the fuck you want. Do not invite Jackie. I was like, well, how are we going to get the car? I was like, well, wait, we got some older friends, right? It's like, yeah, dude. So we, we both just remembered. See, here's the thing about people don't know about renting cars. Fun fact. Uh, Nico, you've only been legally allowed to rent a car for three years. Did you know that? Actually, yes. We uh, celebrate that on my 26th birthday. Wait, 24th birthday? 
24? I thought it was 26 Michigan, my bad. No, it's a, it's kind of unilaterally 24. But anyways, um, so uh, we had some older friends. Well, Tony kind of did because Tony is what, what you like to call a ambiguous pretty boy. Girls like him, but they never really ask him his age. So there are some girls he's straight up dated. And they assume he's a college age and I'm, and he's 18. And here's the thing, though. We also had guy friends that were older just because we're guys. We kind of don't care <laughs> the age group of our friends unless it's like, you know, a genuine kid. Like they don't have all the teeth in their mouth. And Pretty much. Yeah, I know. And I know it's a double standard, but we can get away with it. So we get away with it. So anyways, um, we call up uh, this dude named Joseph. I don't remember his last name, but uh, we call Joseph. And Joseph rents a car for us. We pay him in full. And because I agreed to pay for the car in full, he agreed to not invite Jackie. So we get in the car. I bring one person, or really, I only have one person that can come at this time. And uh, he brings the rest of the people, right? So we get in the car. We're all packed up. And then he was like, oh, hey, we're missing somebody. Hey, we're going to make a quick pick stop and pick them up on the way. I was like, yeah, okay. But they're going to cover the gas or something. I was like, okay. Right? And fucking... I'm chilling in the back seat because here's something I like to do when I know it's going to be a long trip. Now, this is before I was, this is before I was, uh, not as tall as I am now. I was chilling in the back seat. There's nothing but duffel bags around me, man. I'm made in the shade. I'm napping. I'm stretching all the way the fuck out. Right. And another bag is thrown in the back next to me. It's like, Hey, can you watch where you're throwing shit? And I just, I just feel the car move. Boom. And Tony's like, hey, what do I tell you about jumping around in the car? It's like, sorry. I was like, that sounded familiar. I turn around and fucking Nikki is crawling on top of me. Oh, Jesus. Why did he invite his little sister? Why did he invite his little sister to go on a trip with a bunch of guys? Foolish. Off. Shame on you for assuming we're all assholes like that. But secondly, it's, it's because not a great situation to be in. Like, I'm not implying that you guys actually are horrible people, but just think about that setup on paper with no context. Not a great setup. Two girls, three boys, but she's she's also not tall, so it was perfectly fine. But here's here, and then I immediately start looking at Tony. It's like, hey, Tony, it's like, hey, I'm driving. Uh, please don't distract me, Tony. Why the fuck is Nikki here? And she's just, ah, you actually know it's me. I was like, yeah, because you're the hyperactive one. I was like, oh, well, I mean, you said don't invite Jackie, right? I was like, fuck. I did say don't invite Jackie. So what ends up happening is, man, I say that in every episode. We end yep. up. Getting to the dock boat thing, and uh, I think they told us we can't stay in the car, or we can't stay in the car, but it's ill-advised or some shit. So we go into the upper area and shit, and it looked fucking cool. There was fucking cushions, there was seats and shit, they had a VIP section. We was just chilling like a villain, and I was literally trying to duck and dodge Nikki. So, Tony is trying to get pictures for the trip and shit, and he does it, but he's also specifically trying to get pictures of me just being around Nikki. And I was like, no, nah, that feels like a bad idea. Like, for what? Ooh. Because your dad might see it. Tony is devious. No, Tony is... Tony is someone I trained too well. I, I taught him how to do what he does by doing it to him, and it's biting me in the ass. Ha. 
Yeah, you would say that. But see, here's the thing. I know the game. I taught him everything he knows, not everything I know. So I knew he was going to try to put this shit on this newfangled website everyone and their mom loves, Facebook. And... (laughs) Yeah. And that his dad is on his Facebook. I knew exactly what he was trying to do. He was going to track me in the shit, right? And I knew his dad was going to try to talk to me or say, you can't be on the strip or just some random shit or try to find us. It's like, Tony, you know what your dad might do? No, that's the best part. It's like, so then Nico just comes into him and is like, you're enjoying this, aren't you? It's like, yeah, yeah, I kind of am. It's like, so does he hate you or something? No, and I told him when I told you guys, I pranked him too much, blah, blah, blah. He just wants his revenge. So anyways, um, I throw Tony off my Facebook, but he doesn't realize this until later that night. At this point, uh, you know, we've gotten off the boat. We are tired as fuck because we didn't sleep the whole trip and we got to the Airbnb. We were supposed to go do some exploring at this point in time in Michigan, but I was like, man, fuck this shit. I'm going to bed. Right. And I said, Hey, Hey, Tony. Um, just so we're clear, your sister's not getting in my fucking room. Like, sure, Zax. Nah, 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 nah. I don't like the way you said that. Listen to me. Your sister not getting in our room. It's like, I mean, it's not like anyone's going to think you're a pedophile. It's like, see, see, the fact that that's the first place you go, that's the first place you go already bothers me. I was like, okay, I don't even know how much, I don't even know how much younger your little sister is. It's like. You don't know how old my little sister is like, no, dude, I've only met her like seven times. You keep forgetting. She always, she went to a, she was at a different school or because she was in a sports team or something. She always got home like an hour, an hour and a half later. So right when she would be coming home, I would be going home my damn self if I ever visited their place. Right. And the only times I saw her was for like four or five days straight in the summer of the seven times I met her. The seventh time being, you know, before we started planning this trip and her dad damn near terrorizing me. So I'm just like, oh, dude, she's like three months younger than us. I was like, what did you say? Yeah, she's like three months younger than us. So your sister turned 18 in November, December. She's like, I don't give a shit about, I don't give a shit about female birthdays. Yes, I know it was wrong for him to say that, but I just remember thinking to myself, hey, she's, my brain, the worst part of my brain said, hey, it's just a younger version of Jackie. And my dick shot up. I was like, Tony, listen to me. Why are you trying to really fuck with me? Do you hate me that much? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? No. Dude, I want you to marry one of them so you can be my fucking brother and we can do shit all the time. It's like, and and now I don't say this out loud and I hide my poker face. That warmed my heart. I was crying on the inside, tears of joy and shit. It's like, hey, why do you want your dad? So, but I said to him, hey, why do you want your dad to kill me? It's like, oh yeah, well, that is a thing. It's like, and I'm just sitting up here like, bro, you are literally putting between a rock and a boner place. Okay. Listen, if something does go off between me and your sister, I still don't want you in the same room. It happens in. It's like, I don't want to be in the same room. It happens in. I was like, okay, well, wait. So then what is the room assignments? <laughs> it's like, Tony, what have I told you about doing ominous laughter to me? That shit make me want to chop you in the throat. What did you do? I was like, well, see, here's the thing. This Airbnb has a unless married couple, male, female separation. 
right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. The separation is in sections of the house. It's room to room. Yeah. Her room's right next door to ours. Tony, do not, in the middle of the night, switch rooms with her. Okay? Because first off, what is that other female going to think? That I'm in there to smash. We didn't fuck like five, six times. Like, oh, fuck. I'm fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the best part. It's like, so I chopped him on the throat in principle. I didn't want to tell him, good job. You finally trapped me in an awkward situation that's also a prank. Damn, you're really good at this. But I said it with a throat chop. I mean, you can say everything with the throat chop. It's how you throat chop, not what you say. <laughs> she's she's almost kind of right. But um, so I just decide that uh, I'm going to try to stay out as much as possible. I was one of the first people to wake up. They were going to go exploring shit at night. Where did we land in uh, Michigan? We landed in some Southwest or yeah, some Southwest beach town in Michigan, which everything was cheap there. Cause apparently no one's trying to live there, but like a third of the place is beachfront, beachfront properties and shit. It was, it was insane, but it made sense because bro, seven o'clock at night, eight, no, no, nine o'clock at night. It was scary as fuck. There was no one around and it was quiet. And some of the places didn't even have their street lights on. This was like grade A horror movie material. Like if somebody, what's up? That actually reminds me of uh, my family used to go to a uh, lake every year for a vacation. And yeah, at night it got kind of creepy because it was just so dead silent. It was super dark. Someone could have like a chainsaw and you wouldn't even know it. Yeah. And I actually, I'm pretty sure you can still look up that place from, uh, from Google. Let's see. Make. I know it's not on makemymove.com. Let's see. Augusta, Minnesota. Harmony, Minnesota. Where the fuck is on Harmony, Minnesota? That's why they want people to move. Mr. Community offers. Obviously, I'm going to edit this part out later. Giant pauses. There it is. Yeah, it was it was just called Southwest Michigan. Like, I think I've been there. Yeah, and, and it's it's less than a hundred miles away from Illinois too. So if we weren't gonna go back by boat because we thought the price was too high, we could literally just chuck ninety miles. They have a silver beach there. Yeah, we were fuck they wanted to fuck around on Silver Beach all day. That's what it was. Um yeah, I've heard of that place. Yeah, it's uh it's pretty nice. And uh houses are disturbingly cheap. Like they're, they're barely six figures and they're not run down like in Detroit. Anyways. Okay. So I was like, and, and Tony hears me and I told him my game plan is like, well, I'm not going to sit up here and watch you all day. And I'm going to go try to hang out with this girl. He eventually did end up marrying her, by the way. But, um, I was like, Cute. he just, he just puts, he just taps me on his shoulder and he channels his dad energy, but he ain't got enough dad energy yet. Dad I'm, energy. I'm not scared. And he just says, good luck, motherfucker. It's like, like I need luck to get away from Nikki. It's like, <laughs> so then, uh, you know, it's nine 30, 45. I'm just outside. Right. 
and I thought I heard some keys jingling behind me. I don't see anything. So I'm just like, you know what, let me go fuck around on Silver Beach because here's the thing about closed beaches in Michigan. There's no one supervising them. Unless you're near Detroit, maybe Ann Arbor, there is no one supervising closed beaches in Michigan at night in small-ass towns that don't even have 20,000 people. What, you expect people to, like, actually enforce laws and stuff in Michigan? Yeah, right. I'm just saying, like, it's hard to get jobs in a small town. There's a job right there. Beach security. So, I'm just with that. Yeah. And I bring my swimming trunks, but, you know, I don't want to wear the back and forward because it would feel weird. You know, a, a, a 70% naked fucking Creole kid walking down the street at night in Michigan. I don't know how white this neighborhood is, so to speak. So I wait till I'm all the way on the beach and I keep hearing some keys jingling behind me. What the fuck is that? So right before I start like undressing on the beach, I'm just like, hey, come the fuck out. No one came out. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what the fuck that was. And I turned back around. Nikki's standing dead ass in front of me. Sneaky. Not really. I heard her the whole time, but scary as fuck. So I screamed and Jim, I was like, hey. And she asked me one of the most cliche things you can ask somebody when you're a teenager. And I was just like, man, that is, it was old. Even when I heard her say it, it's like, hey, so do you like, like me, like me? I was like, did you really just say that in 2000 year? I don't remember possibly seven. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I told her fucking, oh, she's typing something. And I told her, I was like, Hey, listen, Nikki, uh, you and your sister, look, I know I was like, no, no, but let me finish. You and your sister look alike, but me, I'm not weirded out by that. It, you do look unusually high levels, a lot alike. Like, I don't know. I would, if, if she wasn't taller than you, I would think you were twins. Was like, oh, thank you. That's, I guess that's sweet ish. I was like. And this is the first time I heard ish being used as a fucking suffix, which would have made officer proud. And uh, <laughs> I'm just like, hey, listen, I don't think there's anything wrong with you. We obviously get along and we like some of the same stuff. We barely have any connection. And I just need you to know I don't hate you. And I can distinguish you as a person from your sister. And the reason I think you're cool and whatnot isn't because... You look like your sister and your sister is fucking drop dead gorgeous hot. I don't even remember when she grew, t- grew tits. Right? I was like, see, I'm not the only person that noticed that. Yeah, like literally one time in three months, she went up like two sizes. It's like. Actually, that happens with girls. Sometimes they just kind of sprout quickly. I was like, is, is that normal? So I was like, is that normal? I was like, I don't think so. she's bigger than fucking mom. I'm like, well, yeah, your mom kind of got ske- mosquito bite tits. So she punched me in the shoulder. I was like, okay, I deserve that. I could have phrased that better, right? So I started talking to her and I was like, I'm trying to convince her like, look, I don't think we can be a thing per se, but you know, I don't, I don't have a problem with, are you really, and she customers, are you really going to try to get with my sister, dude? By the time you're, by the time you're old enough to drink, she's going to almost be 30. 
she doesn't know that it's very, very common for every man on this fucking planet under the age of 21 to have a sexual interest or fetish with older women. But I'm playing the part. I was like, well, yeah, that's something I'm really going to have to think about at night when everyone's asleep. Oh, dear. With lotion, because Vaseline feels weird. And I'm just like, yeah, oh, no. Oh, no. Well, hey, let's just go for a walk or something. I was like, I want to be with you. I was like, that sounded, that sounded different. I want to be with you. I know you just said you want to be in a relationship, but now you're saying I want to be with you. So I'm just like, what do you mean? And she fucking throats me to death on the spot. Like, all I remember is blinking and then her tongue was in my mouth. She knows how how to take what she wants. So, you know, respect, girl. Yeah, the sociopath would say that. Anyways, so I was just like, hey, uh, I was about to kind of go swimming and I have swimming trunks and you just made me practically impossible able to wear these swimming trunks. Well, I mean, if you get in the water, won't it calm down and stuff? Like, yeah, it will in cold water. But also, you know, yeah, I would jump in that pool and I would jump in the water and fuck with you the whole time. I was like, you and Tony are so much alike. You don't even understand. Oh, no, I totally understand it. See, he likes teasing you, but I don't want to cock tease you, but you're kind of sort of forcing my hand. I was like. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I was like. And I like she, this one. Shut the fuck up. And then she she, <laughs> she she grabs like my whole entire like, whoa, her right hand, my left cheek. No, my right cheek. She grabs the entire big ass hand of my right butt cheek. Oh. I was like, I was like, hey, Nikki, listen, you know your dad. Yeah, he probably is going to try to kill you at some point. Like, why is everyone in this family so calm with that idea? <laughs> My family is too great. They know what's going on. But you think it's the calmest shit ever that her dad possibly wants to beat me within an inch of my life. What it is, is she, yes, she likes you. Yeah, Tony likes you too. But it's like, they understand that what their their dad wants to kill you. It's just a natural part of life. You know, you can't fight against it. You just got to go with the flow. Yeah, you would want me dead, motherfucker. My whole point is, like I said, I understood later on, oh, this is some good dadding right here. He gives a shit about his daughter's involvement with her, with their potential partners, and he wants to extremely vet and destroy them in case they try to play the knock-up or the pump-and-dump game because, one, he didn't raise no hoes, but sometimes, I learned later, his daughters don't like to acknowledge the fact that just because you like some guy or somebody doesn't mean they won't be try to pump-and-dump you. Something I've been trying to teach women even when I before I was a man. Like, listen to me. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah, he's fine. I ain't trying to get with you. But here's what I'm trying to tell you. I know that guy specifically. He will pump and dump you. He will give you the pillow talk and dash. Do you not understand? This is a bad idea. And it usually ends with, but I'm, I think I'm completely hideous, ugly, and unattractive. This is possibly the best I'm going to do. As long as I act good or fuck good, he'll stay. They don't say those words, but that's what they're fucking thinking. And at some point, I had to realize I'm doing more damage to myself mentally and psychologically and emotionally by getting invested with these dumbasses. But... This is before that. This is young Zach's. Like I said, he hasn't learned that not so much you can't save everyone, but sometimes just because they look like they're the most boring, plain or mundane people doesn't mean that they're worth saving because on the inside, they're fucking Trump. 
well, I mean, I'd rather not have this guy who will treat me with respect and love me for the rest of my life and give me my kids if I can get with this guy who's built like a supermodel or Clayton Chapman, which I mentioned earlier looking like Fabio and shit. Even if they don't have a guarantee they're going to fuck them or if they just decide you're a sugar mama, they will fucking do it. The shallow game runs deep in stupid people. And I now say specifically stupid people because this behavior happens in men and women. But I haven't learned how to just walk away from women who act like this shit at this point in time in my life. Because I'm still holding out hope or some other dumb young idiot Zach's how I smack the shit out of him so I'm walking down the street. Logic. Soft motherfucker. Anyways, um, so I'm just like, hey, well, look, let's can just don't. Don't, don't fill me up and let's just like go explore and talk and stuff. It's like, look, I don't just want a boyfriend. I want you as a boyfriend. It was like, I understand that, but there's some weird stuff I can't tell you about that me and Tony know about that have happened. Obviously I'm referencing the Jackie shit and it's just, I don't, I don't really know how to tell you, but I really don't think right now is a good time. Also, let's not forget what you're about to do. She's getting ready to go to some college or some shit for a sports career. Now, I'm not mad at her. In fact, I'm happy for her. But she doesn't know if she's going to go local or not. I don't want to be the reason she turns down a good college. Also, what is her dad going to do to me if he finds out I'm the reason? But I don't think she's yeah. dumb enough to tell. But Tony is Tony pretty fair uh he would probably destroy you oh yeah or not even probably he's one of the few parents that i've known about that actually knows where i live because well i was never the shady boy or the one who pretended to be nice and just a pleasant here you are mr such and such you have a great child motherfucker but i wasn't the asshole kid and a lot of people's parents thought i was just funny so they would actually have conversations with me and shit you know and I know for a fact that man knows where the fuck I live. And I know he knows what college I go to. And I know he knows I walk sometimes to the bus stop. This is a six foot four man, 200 pounds, and he's 90% muscle. He could literally park where the bus stop is going to be, put on a coat and a hat and I can't see him, stand at the bus stop, wait for my ass, cover my mouth, and throw me in his car and fuck me up. He also sometimes goes to Hayes Park and uses the gym because there's a gym in Hayes Park. But guess what? They have a locker with no locks on them. And he knows I go there sometimes to A swim or go to the gym. But I specifically don't go on the days he do. And he can fuck me up. And no one would know it was him. So, I, so I'm trying to work up the courage to tell her, but... I'm also starting to feel a certain type of way. So while we're walking around and eventually she slams me into a wall and she's about to tongue me down again. I was like, oh, I think you think I'm the, well, no, that wouldn't be correct. Like, oh, I think you think I'm a simp in this relationship. Now, this is before simp is a thing. And I'm a, this is a head conversation. I switch positions and we're, and I'm just I'm doing what I do to next. And I, I have a good neck game. And all I hear is, oh, strip club. It's like, 
the fuck? Honey, um, no, don't try to like dance for me or something. She's like, no, no, strip club. She, okay, wait. Oh, no. Finally gets the thing she wants. She finally gets you doing things to her. So good manipulation game, girl. She did it. And then she distracts you with the strip club. No, the she fuck? didn't distract me with a strip club. She she noticed one and it wasn't manipulation. Fuck you. Um, uh, mm, I, I bet differ. Yeah, you would beg to differ given your fucking expertise on the subject matter. But I've dealt with your kind since I was 12. It wasn't manipulation. It was me being scared and finding reasons to not tell her about the situation with Jackie. And if it involved me putting my tongue in her mouth, it didn't really bother me. But, um... <laughs> I'm just like, wait, does this town even have a strip club? I was like, well, I mean, it's kind of far, but I think it's the sign says it's, it's not it's not in this town. I was like, so then we walk out the alley to look at this billboard better, right? And then she just Nikki just says to me, "You want to go to the strip club?" And I look at her, and a giant light flashes from behind us, and it's Jackie with a flashlight, right? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, guess who's behind Jackie? Her dad. Why? Why would her dad be at a strip club? No, no. But I knew y'all would say that. Uh, behind us is her mom. Uh, it's a uh, Miss Hampton, whose first name I forget. But she's an annoying Whoa. asshole that likes laughing at my suffering. So I think I'm gonna give her a, a very unique name that uh, you know, no one actually has here. I'm, I'm just gonna call her Kelly with a Y. Yeah. Legally distinct. Uh, okay, still, don't go to ship club with your mom. That's still weird. First off, it ain't my mom, but she was talking to me when she said, do you want to go to strip club? And I was, I didn't, I haven't said anything yet. And I was like, Jackie's here. And now I am, I have a, a feeling and sensation that I don't think there is a word in the English language for. I have an erection and I'm terrified. Well, I'm sure that's a thing. There, there must be like a kink or a fetish around that. I didn't say I said it a literal word for. Well, my point is, I'm sure like there was a word made for it, and I bet there's a entire like community around it. There's a community for everything. Anyways, um, actually, I'm curious. Yeah, you would. So basically, uh, I just look at her and I'm just thinking in my head, you two are here. Where is her? Where is your fucking dad right now? It's like, hey, I just want to clarify. She saw the sign. You didn't say yes, we know. We only noticed you guys were right here because, you know, she said the words and we turned around. It's like, also, why are you two? And her mom's asking me, why are you two out here alone anyway? And Jackie's looking at both of us like, yeah, why are you two out here by yourselves? It's like, so I haven't said anything because I am terrified. There's really no way for a guy to respond to that situation so like I, I feel for you there I can't believe I'm saying this but and try not to make me regret, regret at least for the next 24 hours thank you so anyways um, to make you not 24 hours I have to like not talk to you at all for 24 hours thank you so um, what ends up happening is she and she put her own foot in her mouth so I'm thinking I was like, hey I don't answer this question hey where is your, and I'm about to say father, because I'm talking to Jack, he's like, I was like, like it fucking matters, boo-boo. Everyone here is grown. I was like, is this, did this, did this white girl just turn into a Jerry Springer fucking hood rat? Like, she actually clapped 
at the same time she was saying everyone here is grown right that's beautiful yeah yeah i actually kind of wanted to see you do that because it'd be funny as shit so i was like everyone here is grown why the fuck do you care what business is it of yours you don't know zach's like that anyways like excuse me i've known him long enough. we actually talk it's like oh uh-huh okay yeah and then you when did you start talking to him and she just freezes so then the mom looking at her is like what is going on here with you two right and then they both look at their mom and i do the ultimate ultimate God of destruction move. I destroy my presence. I use that small bit of confusion and the light not being on me, literally not on me. Yeah, and I, and I take one long ass four and a half foot, one step backwards into that alley. And I go to the side of the dumpster, kneel down. Remember it's dark. There's a shadow. And I walk backwards as fast as I can. And I get to the other side of the street and I bolt. So in twenty in twenty twenty terms, Zaxi, you did out of there. Yes. Yes, but I did it with stealth. Yeet. I destroyed stealth my presence. Grace. Yes, it's a stealth yeet. Graceful yeet. Yes. <laughs> it is, sorry, it's people don't realize it, but one of the greatest tools that a god of destruction, much like myself, can have is to destroy yourself in the from the situation. Because here's the thing. Sometimes you don't need to destroy the people in the room. You can put them in the same room and watch them destroy themselves. But I don't know what's about to happen. And I bolt. So then I'm heading back to the fucking uh, uh, the, the Airbnb, right? And I go in the room. I'm like, Tony, get the fuck up. I was like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? It's like, your mom's here. It's like, my mom's not here. So then, uh, his not at not yet girlfriend comes out the shower. Like his mom's not here. It's like, why the fuck are you in here? I was like, well, I mean, no one was here, and you know, we kind of no, 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 no. That's not the problem. Why the fuck didn't y'all fuck in your room? That's a good question. So then they both freeze, and they gave me, they almost gave me the same answer, but they was talking over each other. I mean, like. I mean, it's not that we didn't want to. It's just we kind of didn't care what room we ended up fucking in. I was like, hey, shut the fuck up. Look, listen to me. Your mom's here. You only have two cars in this family. And Jackie came in the second car. And your mom's car is in the front parking lot of the B&B. Yeah? Is your dad here? Is my dad here? Oh, shit. If my dad is here, you need to go. It's like, first off, Yo. I'll pay for this trip. I am not fucking running away from your dad. I'm going to strategically hide from him so I can still enjoy the trip. I'm not scared in public. So, <laughs> fucking. And then here's the thing, though. It's like, we don't, we was like, we're trying to discuss how to do things. And next thing we hear on the door is a, a really, really light knock on the door. And a chill run down my spine. A chill run down Tony's spine. He's in the bed and he's looking around for his shorts or draws some pants to put on. And his wet ass girlfriend in a towel, we're not paying attention to her, goes and opens the fucking door. I shit you oh, not. No. Me and, and Tony are terrified. We froze in place. And she just goes, hi, can I help you? I was like, oh. And we just said, oh, sorry, wrong room. Oh, 
Oh, oh my God. I was about to insult her. I was so wrong. She's amazing. I am so sorry, Tony's wife. He's never met his dad. Ah. Yeah. So, smart. Ooh. No, a legit fluke accident. Right? Oh, she saved your ass. You think that. But see, here's the thing. Guess who jumped out the window? Tony? No, idiot me. Oh. So, here's the thing, though. Uh, well, I ain't stupid. Yes, I have done and still do occasionally. Young, dangerous shit. The kind that every Nico ever is scared of doing. But here's the thing. It's not really dangerous when there's literally the gutter pipeline uh, mounted into the building. So when I jumped out the window, I literally just shimmied myself down that building slow as fuck. Right? So, what ends up happening is, uh, I see a car. Uh, I, I just thought, well, I'm like, man, what the fuck am I going to do? Well, look, if I'm going to get fucked over tomorrow, I'm still going back to the beach. My dick's calmed down, and I'm heading back to Silver Beach, I think is what it's called. Right? And I take a completely different route to get there. I'm on the opposite side of the beach. Like, if you saw me from the other side, first off, holy shit, your eyes are good. But I would look like a tiny speck to you so you wouldn't know it was me. I was using distance to my advantage, right? So I'm about half block away from there. And I just see, I hear, I see some car lights and I move to the side and then the car goes the opposite direction and then it stops. And then I turn to look at the car. But I slowly just like, no, no, don't. Don't, don't make yourself look suspicious. And then the car starts going in reverse on a one-way street you're not supposed to. I fucking bolted, right? I don't know what the situation is going to be right now, right? And this is extremely, extremely risk-taker parkour type Zacks. So it's not that I'm scared to do the moves. It's just I'm not looking where the fuck I'm going, jumping or rotating around, and it's dark. I don't, I, I'm literally thinking I might die running from these people right so i eventually come across a gate and i go over it and then i arc back into getting on the silver beach right i don't see who it was they don't see me and i just like i fucking i pass out on a beach by the way a beach one of the most peaceful places you can fucking sleep man you can mold the sand to conform to your body and shit right so Eventually, I think it was like 4 a.m., 5 a.m., I'm woken up to a stick and a kid poking me. And he just goes, hey, <laughs> you're not dead. I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm not I'm not dead. Hey, little man, what time is it? It's like, oh, it's like 4.35. I was like, so I look around. I was like, why are you two kids out here at 4.30 and 5? I was like, I mean, there's nothing else to do. I was like, no, 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 that's not what I mean. Like, where are you parents? Did you two get lost? Like, no, they're just sleeping. It's like... I just got up in the middle of the night. And I just got up early in the morning and just walked on the beach alone. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, how old are you? I'm like, I'm nine. It's like, yeah, he's eight. Why you got a snitch? It's like, okay. Uh, I get the feeling you two have done this before, but um, you need to not make this a habit because your parents can actually get in legal trouble for something like this. And uh, don't do drugs, stay, stay in school. <laughs> and they just started laughing at me. It's like, you a funny man. It's like, 
Thank you. Um, okay, now, which way is the staircase? Because with some beaches, uh, when you go to the actual beach shoreline, there's like a there's like a staircase or just a special way for you to walk down it instead of, you know, just like jumping directly off of a road in the sand and shit. And Usually, I yeah. Yeah, I wanted to use that because it would be closer to the Airbnb. And I know if it's morning and the Airbnb, the hosters or security or whatever for the Airbnb, basically employees are going to be there, so... His dad's not going to try to kill me in public. At least with that many witnesses that aren't related to him. Right? Yeah. So I just get there. And I'm just like. Oh man. I am still fucking spent. But now my heart's racing. So I get there. And I go in, the, I go in my room. Everybody else is doing whatever was on their list of shit they wanted to do today. And I almost. Well the, the owner of the Airbnb. I had to give my license because he thought I was a homeless dude trying to sleep in. That's how sandy and grody I looked. So I even asked him, like, bro, does this town even have homeless people? He's like, no, but, you know, I kind of wanted to see if you might be one because, hey, we'd give you a job and shit. And, you know, you can get on your feet. I was like, oh, that's some noble huh. shit. I like you guys. Y'all some nice white people. Yeah, there's some nice white people. I was like, no, 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 but I appreciate your concern. And he gave me some and then he gave me a free bottle of uh, conditioner because sand in my hair. And uh, this is when I have... Uh, well, no, that's racist. This is when I have a hot comb in my hair. Uh, so for visualization purposes, uh, uh, Nico, my hair looked like yours, except I had a part on the top right hand side at this point. Um, you had straight hair? Yeah. When you have a hot comb, uh, you can actually make your hair lay down. But it was all biologically my hair. So I didn't have any extensions or shit put in there. I just it was laying down. But since it also got somewhat fried and fucked up from the sand, uh, it was sticking in one corner. So one side would look like Kelly hair. And then the other side would look like someone threw a wet sand ball at me. And he gave me some, he gave me some shampoo for free. And I was like, Oh sweet. Thanks bro. So I go into my room and I wash them. I'm like, man, what the fuck am I going to do? I think the more I run away from this situation, the worse it gets. But if I stay, the worse it gets. Fuck the, what the fuck do I do? Damn. I have a boner right now. <laughs> Sounds normal. <laughs> but so I put, so I get dressed, I put my towel on in case Tony comes in here. He's trying to do the run picture, which is when guys uh, take pictures of their friends in uh, compromising positions just to fuck with them, you know, that type of thing. Um, and uh, I come out the room, I'm in the towel and shit, and I'm just like, man, that last night was fucked up. And I said, yeah, it really was. So I look around, and it's Jackie sitting on my bed. I'm in a towel. I go right the fuck backwards into that bathroom. And she starts walking towards me. No, no, stay, sit. Now, I'm me. And even though this is 18-year-old me, it's still me. So when a woman tells me, sit, boy, sit, no, stay. Think I'm going to fucking do that shit? Fuck out of here. But I also can't... So... Anyways... So I just give her this angry look. I was like, nah, I'm going to go back in the bathroom. I left something in there. You didn't leave nothing in there. I was like, do you see my clothes laying outside? He's like, oh yeah, well, I guess you did. I didn't leave none in the bathroom. My clothes were on the outside. Um, and I was like, hey, look, uh, Jackie, I just want to say you didn't go to the strip club with my sister. Oh, thank God. You know, I didn't. Okay. Look, literally she just said that. And right when she said that is when you guys turned around with the, with the flashlight, she finished my sentence. I was like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what the fuck happened. 
and fucking, I was like, hey, look, um, I didn't take your sister's virginity. Oh, uh, y'all didn't take each other's virginity. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that. Yeah, we didn't take each other's virginity. Um, and I didn't do anything other than get kissed by her. You kissed her? Well, I mean, kind of. What is kind of? I was like, and she's getting agitated. Like, she kissed me. I was like, she she kissed you. Yeah. Fuck. It was you. I was like, it was me what? Eight years ago, you saw a girl giving her lunchbox to somebody. And you had a bat and there was three dudes and they were taking her lunch and she was crying and trying to fight back tears. I was like, how do you know that? That was Nikki. It's like, that was Nikki? So then I started having flashbacks. I was like, what the fuck? And I started telling her, well, kind of sort of the same story Nico already heard of how, or actually I think everybody I know has heard this. I don't even keep track of how many assholes asses I've beat or bullies' asses I've beat. Half the time, I don't know they're a bully. I just think they're an asshole. And it's almost the same situation as when I was at Hayes Park. A lot of shit went down at Hayes Park, let me say. Where I got my first kiss because I accidentally broke the fingers of a dude literally hitting a girl under the bleachers so hard you could hear it from halfway across the park. Didn't know who this girl was or realized who she was. And she was a friend. She was a big sister of my friend. Nico, you were there for that story. This girl I told you, like, she basically... I was there, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, the one, you know, I got the first... Uh, gave me my first kiss, but I was scared of her and shit. Oh, I remember now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there are similar stories like that, but it doesn't always involve the person having some type of attraction towards me. But there are just similar stories of me fucking up somebody's bully and not remembering or even knowing who the fuck it was I saved. That That's a very common theme in my life. And... Fucking, uh, I'm just like, so has she had a crush on me this whole time? Yes. Now me not paying attention, Jesse, not not Jesse, Jackie has now gotten 15 feet closer to me. 15 feet. I don't like social distancing and all that dance or social distancing times two. I was like, Hey Jackie, why do you keep coming closer to me? I was like, I don't think you're that stupid. It's like, why do you keep saying cryptic shit to me? Do you, Jackie, I don't think you're trying to do this. Stop toying with my emotions. And she looked at me confused like, what do you mean? Look, let me get some clothes on first. Can you, can you step out for like three minutes? It's like, okay. So I get dressed and now I actually have time to hide my boner. Go me. And then... Job. Now, uh, I hear her knocking on the door. I was like, and I freeze. Was like, hey, just so you know, my dad's not here. I was like, uh, Jackie, he was here last night. I was like, no, he wasn't. So both y'all got the cars and he's not here? Like, no. So your mom just woke up in the middle of the day and said, I want to spend a couple hundred to come see what you guys doing at Airbnb. Well, she's more scared Nikki's going to get knocked up, but Nikki's not actually a slut, but she's still scared she's going to get knocked up because anytime we try to teach her sex ed stuff, she tunes us out. It's like, oh, that is kind of scary. And then I hear, where is he? 
And then Jackie stops talking. I'm halfway dressed. Right? So then I hear Jackie go running down the stairs and I just hear, oh, hell no. (laughs) Here's the thing, though. I don't know what the fuck I can do right now because the Airbnb people, they know I went down the pipe. They told me not to do it again. They seem nice. Also, I don't know if it means I'm going to get kicked out. Fun fact about Airbnb, they can revoke your stay. But I know I ain't about to go the fuck outside. So, what I do is, I knock on the door next door. Uh, Tony's uh, girl. You know what? Let's give her a name. Let's just call her Deborah because I don't know what fuck her name is. I feel bad about it, but hey, Tony's not going to see this. I knock on the door. It's like, I think her. I think Tony's dad is here. It's like, the guy that probably wants to kill you. Like, why is everyone so calm when they say that? <laughs> so, she's like, okay, come on, come on. Right? So, uh, I go in that room, and then next thing I was like, Mr. Pearson, Mr. Pearson, and I started having a shit fit, but wait a minute. It's a very nice and polite, Mr. Pearson, Mr. Pearson. I'm like, oh, hey, you can open the door. I was like, and it was uh the 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 husband it's a it's a it's a couple but it was the husband who runs the uh, uh Airbnb. I'm gonna call him Mr. Jackson because it'll make a funny pun later. Um, it was like um I'm sorry. Listen, uh, just so we're clear, there is no pornographic filming. And then Deborah goes, excuse the hell out of me. I was like, wait, wait, wait Deborah, wait. I I think I know what's going on. Hey, listen, listen. Uh, so I tell him about how. There's a dad here who thinks I like one of his daughters and he's hell bent on killing me, even though I have not had any type of sex with his daughter. It's like, oh, okay. He, but he's not a resident, right? It's like, okay. Oh, don't you worry, Mr. Pearson. I'll be back in 10 to 15. Now, this man is five foot eight. He probably don't weigh no more than fucking Nico. Nico could probably take him in a fair fight, right? He goes downstairs. Excuse me, sir. Sir, are you Mr. Hampton? And I put my ear to the door. And I put my, and then Deborah does the same thing, and she's next to me. And oh dear! She's wearing a tube top, and and then we start listening. Like I don't hear anything, and I'm like, yeah, I don't hear anything, and I just stop mid sentence, and I am, well, uh, remember, I still have a boner at this point because of Jackie. I am staring at Deborah's tits, and then she 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 looks at me and says. If it makes you feel any better, I know you're not an asshole, but I kind of have to do this on principle. What? She slaps me into the door, and I'm my, fa- my head's already in the door. And I was like, okay. I kind of sort of <laughs> deserve that. And on principle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unlike some people, she's actually hot. Anyways, so... um, <laughs> So... We just don't... I was like, what do we do now? I was like, I don't know, but I'm getting a neck cramp from putting my head up on this. I was like, yeah, me too. I was like... So, uh, he comes back and he, and he just tells me, just so we're clear, that man will no longer be a problem. I was like, you, and I'm thinking to myself, man, it'd be so cool if he killed that motherfucker. <laughs> but I know he didn't say that. Right. But it's not a problem. So then I, I, I start coming out the room and I come downstairs cause Hey, there's free breakfast. And I'm just like, and I was, and, and, and Jackie and Jackie's looking at me and, and Jackie's over there. She's, She's looking at me like she's about to come over to me, and uh, Mrs. Hampton is um, uh, Miss Hampton is there with her. And Mr. Hampton's like, "No, no, no, no. I'm sorry. You will not be talking to my guest. Listen to me. 
step into my office. It was like, the fuck? So I go and eat, but I'm staring at that office door the whole time, right? And oh, then dear. Deborah comes down later. Is like, so what's happening? We start eating. He's like, he's in an office. He took Jackie and her mom in that office. Where's Miss? Uh, where's a uh, Big Hampton? Or where's Big Ham? That's her nickname for Mr. Hampton. He hates it, but unfortunately, Mr. Hampton and I have a very similar condition where. We're not about to just hit women that piss us off verbally because we know exactly what the fucking judge, the police, the coroner, and the DA is going to do. Oh, hey, Mr. Big Ham. How you doing, Big Ham? Like, he hates that shit. His whole face turned red. But he's an asshole to everyone who likes his children. So, kind of had it coming. Um, And uh, I was like, I don't think he's in that room. And she's like, hey, where the fuck is Tony, by the way? It's like, oh, did you two get into a fight? No, I want some morning dick, and I haven't seen him since whatever happened with y'all. And I was like, wait, Tony? You don't know where Tony is? Huh, that's strange. So, uh, yeah. So what ends up happening is Jackie's allowed on the premises. Mrs. Hampton is not, and Mr. Hampton is not. They're not barred from the premises, but they're not allowed on the premises until after my group's stay is over. But Jackie was allowed to get a room. And I was like, oh, fuck. Why the fuck did she get a room? <laughs> and then Deborah's like, man, I actually kind of, I, I legit feel bad for you, bro. I was like, thank thank you, Deborah. But uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Every plan I had is pretty much going to shit. It was like, yeah. Hey, can you find Tony? I was like, well, that's not a mood killer, but I was, I'm actually kind of worried about where the fuck he is now, too. Because remember, at this point, no one has seen him for 10 hours. So... Uh, I actually know this is the point in time in my life. And this is how, you know, I'm young. I still know all the f- cell phone numbers in my phone by heart at this point. So wow, dating you <laughs> officer. Why does she act like she's much younger than us when she's only two or three years apart? Yeah. Don't know. I have all the phone numbers memorized. Then that means don't nobody call you cause you barely got any anyways. So I use the house phone and I try to call out. I get voicemail. I was like, hey, Tony, really worried about you. For the record, I'm still alive and your dad is barred from the premises. So if you're like, you know, running from him or something, hey, it's cool. The Airbnb is a safe space. And this is before that term becomes popular. So eventually at some point in time, uh, I just start actually doing shit I wanted to do that day. I went into... Something I always thought was a beautiful thing, but I rarely get to experience in a big city. I went to a mom and pop restaurant. Like, it is quiet as fuck. The upstairs is basically their actual living residence. The downstairs is an actual, they converted into a restaurant. I, I just, I don't know why, but that, that level of quiet and silence is, I, I enjoy that. I normally get that when I'm in a library, but I get to eat here. Right? So I'm just like, man... This is de-stressing me. I needed this. But, you know, this is a my life story. So peace isn't going to last long now, is it? More than likely not. Yeah. So Nikki sees me through the glass window. And she starts, she looks at me and she pauses and she starts getting a little sad and walk off. So I knock on the glass like, hey, no, Nikki, what the fuck? Come, come here. And, and she's like, you never mad at me? He's like, Nikki, why? Why would I be no match? Come on, sit, eat, and don't cry because shit's going to look weird. 
And everyone in this bar, not this bar, this cafe is uh, cafe is looking at me with this stink eye shit. But here's the thing. I don't know if it's a traditional stink eye, which for those who don't know, traditional stink eye is, why is that nigger hanging around our women folk? Or if they think, motherfucker making girls cry and shit. How dare yeah. you? She's pretty. You don't make pretty girls cry. Most of the girls I cry may have made cry. They aren't actually pretty. They just think they're pretty. Like some people I know. Anyways, so I'm just like, look, listen, your dad's here. It's like, are you fucking serious? Shh, calm down, calm down. Yeah, your dad is actually here. But the Airbnb people, like the actual owners, barred him from the premises and barred your mom. Why the fuck is she here? Like, okay, Nikki, Nikki, calm the fuck down. And I was like, so is Jackie. And actually, I kind of saw that one coming. It's like, you saw that coming. But you know she wasn't invited. Yeah, that was a secret we were trying to fucking keep. Wait. And so then she starts getting affection. You guys didn't want Jackie to come? It's like, I'm scared to say it, but I say it like a question mark. Yes? Oh. It's like. Okay, there is some underlying shit going on right now, but you know what? My plate's full and I'm not about to deal with this shit. Listen, Nikki, I got some stuff I want to do today and I, all of it got derailed and stuff. But hey, uh, you know, later tonight when it's all done and whatnot or I'm done taking pictures, you want to you wanna hang out. And when I say hang out and she has a smile on her face, literally just hang out and talk about stuff. Yeah, that's all we're going to do. I was like... And I'm just like, excuse me? Excuse the hell out of you? Yeah, Nikki, that's all we're going to do. Okay. Excuse the hell out of you. <laughs> I was like, okay, Mr. Pearson's like, Nikki, Nikki, we're just going to talk. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, okay, I, I can't get through to her. So we hug. Uh, she tries to kiss me. And then I just hear, oh, motherfucker. So I look around. I don't know who said it, but again, everyone got quiet. There's tension, tension in the air. And they're just looking at me with this angry face. But I don't know if it's, ew, a nigger touched our sacred women. Or this asshole, abusive boyfriend got his girlfriend back. You know, but I'm not about to make it. I'm not about to make an assumption. So I leave. She leaves. Right. At this point in time, no one knows where Tony is. So. I go through at night and I say, hey, uh, I tell uh, Nikki, I call Nikki up and say, hey, Nikki, I'm about to head, uh, I'm about to head back. Uh, I'm about to head uh, back to the place. Uh, but first, I'm going to check on Tony because I found out, uh, I found out where he is. Uh, Tony is. And then right when I hear that, uh, right when I, right when I say that, I hear Nikki go, get off the phone. It's like, what's wrong? Mr. Pearson, click. I was like, is he in the Airbnb? I don't know. I'm on a cell phone and so was uh, Nikki. I don't know if Nikki just called me from the Airbnb, right? So I'm just like, you know what? Besides the strip club, I know that there's a hotel in between or a motel in between both of these small towns or there's a motel at the edge of this small town, something. I don't know. So I go and I leave... Uh, what was this place called again? I legit leave Southwest Michigan. So at this point, I think I'm going Southeast Michigan, 
or maybe central Michigan. I don't know, but I take like a shuttle bus or something because they were apparently around because uh, Lyft and Uber were not a thing or either I just didn't have an account at this time, but I don't think they existed. And I went home to the motel over there and uh, I got a text from Tony. He was like, hey, bro, did I just see you walk into the same motel as me? I was like, the fuck? I was like, go outside your room. So we go outside the room. I was like, so we both sit at the same time. Bro, why the fuck are you here? And then he enters with dude. I was like, I, I kind of wanted to say dude too, just to fuck with him. He was smart. He's like, I'm out. He was like, your dad is here. It was like, well, well, duh. Why do you think I'm here? I was like, oh, well, wait, why are you running from him in the first damn place? Like, oh, well, you know, he, he fucking hates uh, Deborah. I was like, but yeah, Deborah isn't your girlfriend. And it doesn't matter. I was like, I was like, I don't even know why I said that. I know it doesn't matter. <laughs> Me of all people, right? And fucking, uh, fuck. Now that makes me think. Was it the frozen custard place by Planet Fitness or a different frozen custard place? But that's irrelevant. Anyways, um, I was like, okay, well, uh, hey, well, let's go hang out and, you know, explore while we're here. I found some fun places to go. I was like, yeah, man, I just need something to take my mind off this shit. Bro, I had a good breakfast though. You finally got to go into a, a mom and pop restaurant? Yes, dude, nice. I don't know why, but for some reason, mom and pop restaurant was on me and his bucket list at the age of 18. It's the most, <laughs> it is the most white bread, boring thing you can put on your bucket list at 18 as city kids, but it was on ours. Makes you guys happy. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, I got a place we can go. All right. And so we end up going there and I was like, wait, 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 Tony. So we, so we about to get out the car and then we get out the car and I was like, and we're in a parking lot. I don't know where we are. I was texting or something like, Tony, whose car is this? What do you mean? Your mom, you and I both know your parents only trust Jackie with the car for 24 hours. Yeah. Jackie and your mom came in one car. Yeah. And your dad came in the other car. Yeah. So whose car is this? And then right when I say that, I was like, get, he just goes, get the fuck out of here. It's like, what? So literally pull into the parking lot, is his fucking dad. Oh, fuck. I was like, how the fuck oh, did he find us? I am all types of scared at this point. And he was like, I don't fucking know. I'm guessing he heard us or something because he didn't even park his car. He's in the middle of the parking lot and he's a boot. Low jack, bitch. I was like, there's a tracker in the car. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, fuck. So, I just like, man, so I just see these double doors and I just run in that bitch. And, it's a, and I just see this dude, this uh, bartender, some security guard, and he's like, hey, no fucking run. He's like, oh, uh, yeah, sorry. So I was like, what the fuck? Why are my fingernails glowing and there's black lights and shit everywhere? And then Tony bumps at me. Why the fuck are you walking? I was like, yeah, why am I listening to security guy? Maybe he can fuck up your dad. So we start running. And all of a sudden, like, okay, there's a back door back here. I think I saw a sign that back exit or something. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, if we can stall him in here, we can just circle around and shit. So we start running. We go to this back oh, exit. No. And there's this lady in a bikini. And she just goes, ah! I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to do shit. I'm trying to run. I was like, oh, okay. It was like, she's... That so Tony Burris passed me. He's like, she seemed really calm about that. I, was like, I told her I wasn't trying to do anything. I was like, okay. Ah, there's another lady in front. I was like, fuck, bro. We just got to find exit. So you see, like, is there a back exit? We're trying to leave. I was like, oh, y'all must be a gay couple or something. I was like, yeah, whatever. So we just start running. So we go through this, it's through the kitchen. We went through this kitchen. Tony slips up on some oil grease. I was like, damn, are you okay? So he starts doing a family guy thing, but he's not doing it ironically, right? 
He slipped. He landed on a grate that was for like a drain, and he's in shorts. So he's just ah, ah. You know that actual Family Guy knee thing. If you haven't seen it, Nico, we'll show you it later. Um, and he's actually hurting, and his knee and his kneecap is bleeding. I was like, okay, well, fuck, you need to stand up. And next thing I know, I I hear ah, but it's from the room we just left, and we look at each other. Was, we don't say anything like it's your fucking dad. Fuck, he got past the bouncer or something. So oh, we dear. bolt and we start running and we just see this chef swing a knife at us. Like, dude, what the fuck is your problem? And we're still running at this point. And he's throwing a knife and it's like, get the fuck out of my kitchen. I don't need this shit. I get out now, go back in. It's like, what the fuck is going on in this town, man? So we get out the door. Of kitchen. <laughs> we get out we get out the back and there's a little bit of a walkway and there's a dumpster and it's and it's a and it's 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 morning. So it's like so we start we start running back to the front of the building and he starts pulling the dumpster on the edge it's like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? That dumpster is not gonna stop your dad. It's like, I mean you don't know that. It's like, bro, this isn't a fucking movie chasing. Come on, man, you got the keys. So <laughs> so we run around, So we run around the corner. And all we hear is, I'll kill you. (laughs) I just picked up speed like fucking SpongeBob did when Sandy roped him and made a nuclear explosion for him talking shit about Texas. That old episode, it was like that. The words terrified a new speed into me, right? So I jumped. So uh, I jumped over the front of the car like I'm in some Tango and Cash or fucking Dukes of Hazard shit. And he's like, dude, did you really just clear the whole car? Shut up and drive. So we fucking pull out and and I look back and I look at this place. Is this a strip club? Yeah. I was like, and it just started making sense. Black lights, chicks in a bikini, and the head chef is a convicted felon or ex-con, if you will. And I'm just like, dude, dude. Don't even take me back to the hotel. Take me to the boat. Mail my shit or bring my shit. He's not going to know what my shit looks like and he can't get into the building. I am like feeling sick to my stomach. Like I'm going to throw up. I got shortness of breath. I'm sweating like a motherfucker and my hands won't stop shaking, man. I just, I can't deal with any of this at all. And he looks at me. He knows I'm being dead ass. He's like, I'm sorry, man. Like, bro, I just... Look, I could say this is your fault, but let's be honest. Before you guys were born, your father was going to be like this. So it was like, so he got a little bit teary-eyed. He didn't say nothing. It was a quiet car ride, and we went back. And I just thought, and then I get on the boat, and he sees me off, and I'm just like, I thought about it for a second. Like, wait a minute. Does Deborah know you went to a strip club? And I said this while I'm on the dock, while he's still on the dock. He just looks at me and he does the, I don't know, with a shit-eating grin on his face. The end. What the hell? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, this concludes this episode of uh, Life Stories with Zach's. Uh, Nico, any questions? Remember, kids, don't do drugs. Well, yeah, that doesn't count as a stupid question or a question. Officer, any questions? Beware of uh, friends' dads, especially when there's a fucking juggernaut. Apparently, uh, <laughs> he actually knocked unconscious three security guards. 
I found this I out later. Fine, man. Oh fucking god. Yeah. He knocked out three security guards. Girls need to date like nerdy guys who won't threaten their dad. Cause that's what I did. So I never had any drama like that. Mm, you ain't had no drama because Lee don't look like the type to cause any. Exactly. So my dad was a okay with that. I mean, if you want boring and safe, I'm not gonna stop you. Never said he was boring. Say again. Never said he was boring. Oh well, hey, at least he's not boring in bed. Congratulations and kudos to him. Um. Okay, so yeah, that's pretty much how that's the Jackie Nikki saga part one ended. Technically, I could do a part. Fuck, I can do up to a part five on this shit, but. Uh, I think Jackie is on the YouTube page or Nikki is on the YouTube page, but they don't tell Tony about none of my shit. Tony don't give a fuck anyway, but, um, I might, or I might not do a part two to this stuff, but I will say this, uh, more than likely the next story will not be specifically a continuation of me trying not to be killed by Mr. Hampton. And, uh, uh, eventually I do end up beating his ass, which go me, but obviously that wasn't little baby's ex. Okay. That wasn't little baby's ex. And I did not walk away clean. I won, but I limped away. But the cool part, his whole family took my side. That's nice. At least. Well, that's good. Yeah. And I didn't get a fucking rested. Turns yeah, out, that's even better. Yeah, it turns out their neighbor was like a fucking DA. And for those who don't know, it's a district attorney. Um, all right, well, with that being said, uh, I will see you guys when I see you guys. Bye.